What's up, everybody? Another episode of The Straight Cut coming to you from Western Cigars Inside the Numbers Lounge. I am Aaron. This is Mark. So after last week of, like, hyping up, we're going to have Doug on. I realized I had the dates wrong, and that's yeah. actually next week. I guilted Doug, <laughs> um, and I told Doug that this was bullshit. I know. Um, and then Doug said, I'm not even sure I can make next week, next Sunday. So I don't and then I said, no, we'll work around your schedule because you're such an important <laughs> guest, Doug. Um, but we'll have Doug on next week. So, I, yeah, he said he might not be able to do it next week either because he's got to go out of town maybe. But, but we can do Tuesday night. Yeah, but we can do we can figure out something and listen. Get Doug on the show. We'll we'll move heaven and earth. <laughs> Dougie Fresh is a worthy guest. Yeah, yeah. So we're uh, so rather than smoking that Nicaraguan cigar because we're going to smoke the Redomo for the no. event, we just uh, you know I decided to go literally right across the street from the Perdomo factory is the My Father factory. Yep. So we were smoking. I don't know if you've ever done this one on the show before. So I don't we were think smoking so. arguably. Probably the biggest my father cigar out there, um, except for the Judge, right? Well, I'm, no, I'm saying like biggest as in like name wise, most popular, most popular. Okay. Um, so we're smoking the the 2015 number one cigar <laughs> of the year, yeah, the Lebeju 1922. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought we we're going you, you thought size. Me, like, big, like <laughs> right? No, oh, God, big. no, I'd almost go probably the probably the Jaime Garcia. Oh yeah, the Jaime they got like Garcia's, a double. They got like yeah. a double Gordo or something. I thought you were talking in the my father line. No. I will. Yes, this is probably the Jaime my, Garcia is the biggest. Yeah, I, this is. I love this one. Um, it's probably my second favorite though because the Laduena, uh, the like the petite number seven Laduena. Yeah, uh, love that one. That one's my absolute favorite. But this one's right behind it. This is nice cigar, and I like the Judge too. Um, but given the choice between the My Father uh, and the Jaime Garcia. Uh, I Jaime Garcia all all day all day long. So I couldn't remember if you liked that one or if you didn't. Because oh, I love that one. Is it the which one? And I like the big ring gauge and the small ring gauge. Although there's not super small ring gauges. No, not really. They're they're well, all I mean, medium. The yeah, that's it. Yeah, the medium to 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 large. But uh, I love the Jaime Garcia cigars. I think they're just. Amazing. I mean, the whole stinking line is just yep I, I would say the only one i don't just me personally don't care for is the judge and it, it just has <laughs> like a, it. it has a different flavor it does um oh no it it's the one that stands out yeah um as the oddball but i really like mm -hmm. it um but the rest of them are 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 pretty consistent in flavor but this is a good cigar yeah no i love this one so they we're smoking the the uh, torpedo tonight so this is the only box press that they produce in this, in the Lebeju line. Sure. Um, they, they classify it as if a, you say a, so, <laughs> I don't actually know any of that to be true. So they, uh, the, the, my father people, uh, people, uh, they classify this as an Oscuro. Um, so Fair enough. It's darkish. It's, I, I don't know if I ever knew that they consider this. Yeah. Oscuro. It w I wouldn't have picked it out of, yeah. and uh, it, it certainly is a, darkish mm -hmm. um compared to other oscuro wrappers um yeah it is going to be on the lighter side um yeah. but it's got beautiful but again uh, i think that just goes to the fermentation side like it's it's kind of like the I'm old adage where like all lighter cigars or lighter colored cigars are lighter in flavor but you get the opposite will say like the uh champagne yeah or something like that so i think it's just one of those things where i think we have to relearn yeah but i don't think it means anything maduro and oscuro doesn't mean dark it just means mature and age well this is a dark wrapper it is it's just not black no like the i mean the slr 
or the onyx i mean yeah, that's which are just black jet black, jet yeah. black. Um, and it, this is a beautiful wrapper. Mm. I mean, it is really dark chestnut. Dust, really dark, nice. Yeah. I love the band. It is a double band. They do. Uh, my I, father does ornate. That's a triple pretty. Um, it looks like a double. Well, I guess it, yeah. We have it, the foot one too. It had the. Uh, it has the the ribbon at the bottom. The silk or whatever. I guess you got first prize. For <laughs> all that know that Irish. Um, yeah. Uh, um, and. Um, uh, uh, limerick. Um, so, um, <laughs> so, uh, and th- my father does ornate bands. They do. And they're very pretty and colorful. Um, nice use of pink here, um, and green and, and, and gold. It's very ornate. I don't know. I mean, even the boxes, the boxes, boxes are, are always very ornate. Yeah. I mean, probably the, the Jaime Garcia Not, is probably the most bland yeah. out there. For their line, I'm not sure necessarily that I think these bands are necessarily great, but I just they're they are they're they're a, they're a thick band, like they are n- very like not thick. not like thick as in like heightwise, but like the band yeah. itself is a nice thickness where it come when it comes yeah. off, it stays. Going to hammer still. the Roma Craft guys. They, these bands also come off extremely easily, super easy, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to pause have, for a second you, for the Roma craft guys to consider <laughs> their crime against cigar. Have, have you gone and not said anything about the Roma band in the past six weeks? I haven't said anything about the Roma bands <sighs> in a while. Bullshit. I have not. Oh, I wish I had the, I, I wish I had the like aptitude yeah. to go like, let's go to the tape and like get back yeah. to another episode. And you, I, but well, I could I've do that, but smoked, I don't want to do that. I've not smoked, but two or three Romas recently. Now that doesn't mean that people have not brought it up to me. But I have not risen to the challenge because I haven't tra- interjected your I'm own not, thoughts. Yeah, I've been, okay, been trying to be positive, Mark. Yeah, <laughs> how's that going for you? Is <laughs> um, it hard? It's been okay. Okay, I'm actually I've been I've been trying to influence the world with my positivity. Just be be you know generally a happy guy. We need more of that. We do. Um, I also trying to focus on things that I can change. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, you even offer you even invited me up to your like your work office last week because I was doing work yeah, come in the on building by. next door. And I was like, really? I was like, nah, yeah, come on, like, no. I have all my tools with me. I don't want to do that. Yeah, no, come on by. It's just me. I, <laughs> really, yeah, come on but, by. But like, I would feel like I would we be could looking turn like, on the hundred inch TV and we could watch TV, the Weather Channel. <laughs> I don't get a lot of Ooh, channels. You know the the you mean the Jazz Channel that shows like you know the local sevens on seven kind of right. thing. Yep. No, that's what it is. <laughs> that's it. I get that, and I get that. That's it. Well. <laughs> Pretty much it. I tried to turn on CNN one day when when we, some, our, our headline news or something, tried to turn on a news channel. No. Nope. No? Nope. I was watching regular TV, I guess, um, I guess this morning, because I was, I was watching uh, the uh, North Brom and uh, Liverpool game. West Brom. West Brom. Whatever. Yep. It's not my team. I don't care. Right. Um, well, which, 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 by important. the way, did you see how the game ended? I heard it. I was listening <gasps> actually on um, on Sirius at the time. I don't, I mean, so the keeper. I brought this up over the, I brought this up yesterday. So the keeper scored. I keeper don't, score. I don't think keepers like scoring on other keepers because that's like, it's like, that's their own it's brotherhood like, kind it's of like thing. An, it's like an Eminem eating an Eminem. <laughs> Yeah, it's just like they don't like doing that. I heard he celebrated. He did celebrate, and that's the thing. Like whenever they score, they hardly ever they don't celebrate. But I think the reason the record, why they, they don't score that often. No, but they but they also don't celebrate. 
But I think the reason why they did celebrate is that this a big keep, goal. is that this keeps them in top four. Because if yeah, they would have, if goal. they would have tied, they or still lost, don't have a great chance for top four. But they because the Leicester City Chelsea games Tuesday, and that's but we don't. So need Chelsea to. has to win for them to jump. Pool, I think, yeah. but no, but that's what it was. It was so crazy. I was it like, was "Wow, good. you never see." It's like a hockey goal score, <laughs> hockey goal, and scoring a goal. Oh, to man. just to understand the oddity of the goal. But like we were so so, we went to our first live soccer game in we did. two years this past week. And how was it? It was amazing. I'm not. It was I'm great. Just answer. For so you. it was. Um, so you and I sat. It's mm-hmm. been a very eventful week for both mm-hmm. uh, you and I this week, and we sat. Like you have and I haven't sat in a while and just you and I talked for a couple hours, which was amazing in itself. Yeah. Seeing live soccer, this team is very good yes. and I enjoyed the hell out of it. Um, we really enjoyed watching the game. It was really a lot of fun. There was a ton of people in the crowd, Man. which surprised me. I don't I don't know what the final number was. It was Had a couple, a couple th- thousand. It was a couple thousand people. Yeah. I mean, it was somewhere I'd say probably north of probably close to three thousand or yeah. more, maybe. It was I a I was thinking twenty five hundred to three. Um, and it was a lot of fun. It was a close game. We lost two to one um, on a tough goal late, oh. but it was um, it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Little Rock Rangers had boy they they hit the woodwork a couple times, and it was a very exciting game. And this team's going to be very skilled offensively. And it, I had a ton of fun. That midfield is going to be tough yeah. this year. That it was, was, like, was a I lot mean, of fun. It was just it was it was a good team. We haven't seen the team in two years, so it's a it's. I don't know oh, if there's I don't know if there's any returners or not. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I mean, I didn't for, for the first game of USL League Two. Yeah, I mean, it, was, oh, it should be. But also, we played. Was it Houston or Austin? Houston. Houston has has a good club too. Um, yeah, I mean, they got lucky on the first on the first goal. Incredibly lucky. Um, so at, at, three people <laughs> fell down. It's uh, Stooges wide. Yeah, and, and it was, just, it the was ball weird. went off a of back and went in. But the second goal was so a, at, was a. At, was a brilliant strike. I mean, at best, it should have been tied, tied one one, but so. It, but I was looking. At it was the, a little at, chilly, but it was just oh, that's so. such a great place to sit out and watch a sporting event. Mm-hmm. It was so cool to be in a crowd of people. It was the day they announced, or the day before the they day announced that they announced the the new guidance on masks, mm-hmm. and so no nobody was. There was a few people wearing masks, but in general, everybody was just sitting yeah. outside. And it's one of the things I don't wear. I don't give a fuck. You right. do you do you and you do you, but sitting outside so, and just, you and I just sitting and talking and having uh, uh-huh. it was just a, a ton of joy. Yeah, it, it reminded me of um, just it, why it, I enjoyed. It, it, yeah, it felt like live we, things. It felt like we went from like just twenty nineteen skip of twenty twenty, mm-hmm. and, and now yeah. we're back into like twenty one. Yeah. yeah, it was. But it was yeah, it was so it was it was energizing. It was you know. It was, it was awesome it was, to see. It was. It was cool to see Ryan and the Red Watch. You know, yeah. we got smoked out by the. We got smoked out. Uh, they the need flares. to work on the. They need to work on the smell of that. <laughs> those flares. It. I mean, it had. It smells like Fourth of July. That's what it smells like. Right, like on a bad way, not like in <laughs> hot, bur- hot dogs and hamburgers. No, it's just, it's just straight like gunpowder, like gunpowder and sulfur. Yeah, yeah. but okay. it was cool. A ton of fun. We're going to see so many games this year. I was I'm looking. looking the, I was it. looking at the schedule. Like the next home game is. The Friday that Perdomo. we have the event, so we're not so going to miss that one. But then it's Wednesdays and Saturdays, and two days where we're more than likely going to be available to go, and it's going to be awesome to see. Uh, yep, awesome to see these games. Yeah, I'm, I'm fired up. It's a, it was a lot of fun. It was a little chilly because I was the northerner in shorts, um, but it, was, it, it's it did so comfortable. It did get a little there. cool 
there yeah. because we, yeah. I mean, it's still springtime. It's not summer yet, yeah. but like it, I mean, it dipped down into low sixties. Yeah. It was chilly. It, Last week was chilly. Yeah. It was. Uh, and then this week it was supposed to be uh, raining all week. And then yeah. next week it'll be 105. Yeah. And see, oh man. And like this Welcome week. Welcome to Arkansas, baby. Oh my God. It, like this week is the week I don't need it to rain at all. Because I have so many installs I have no, to really? do, and it's just yeah, how's that? Well, that's not gonna work out. Raw for you. wood and rain—they're uh, yeah. not friends. No. So it's uh, hopefully that uh, works out in my favor, but I don't. Yeah. As long as it's like maybe more towards the back of the back of the week, I'm yeah. good with that. Hope you're right, but I, I don't remember. I know I know the forecast I saw was they just were predicting rain. Yeah, I just, didn't see the details. <laughs> rain all over the place. Well, I know. This was actually the week, last week was the week um, that the TPE show happened. Mm -hmm. And I know there were several new cigars announced. And I know Martinez announced Patrimonio, and I'm butchering the name, uh, Aaron Style. That's what we do with Aaron (laughs) Style. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, and so I I, I know several of the LCC people, like like 20 or so were out there. I think it was probably close to 50 it was, um, there, there were a lot yeah. yeah and they were having a good time i i saw several pictures and and jumping on the hearse it looks like they had a good time but mm-hmm. heard really positive reviews of that cigar i also know that they smoked uh preview copies of the hangry mm-hmm. and was hearing amazing reviews of that i've also heard just good reviews of tpe in a, in whole because yeah. you know in the industry they're still the the smaller brother to IPCPR, which is now PCA, mm-hmm. but they were the first, the first ones to come and do a trade show. They so they they did it well. There were yeah. still some big name companies that didn't go. Like I know Ashton wasn't there and Davidoff and and stuff like that. Yeah. But but this showcased a lot of these smaller yep. smaller boutiques, and that's uh, it's, I heard it's there good were to see. Three comments. I heard there were a lot of new cigars, mm-hmm. which is good to hear, especially in some of the. Middle to smaller brands. Mm-hmm. Um, Martina is a good example of that. Um, <clears throat> heard there was a lot of uh, people excited, although that the premium cigar area was smaller than in previous years, and I think that speaks to Ashton and some of them mm-hmm. not being there. And I heard there was some, because, um, um, you know, to a large degree that event is also gummies and it's, CBD oil. It, yeah. And that a lot of the tobacco people that were kind of new to the event were a little concerned about the um, the optics, the optics of preaching to the young, right? Yeah. Because one of the things premium cigars worries about is that optic, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, just look at like what uh, what's trying to get passed now through FDA is just a total cut of all. Flavored and infused cigars and menthol and yeah, yeah and, and menthol and well, so it's mainly menthol, but the premium flavored and infused is lumped into that as well. So, and that's what you get a lot for that TPE is the the medical marijuana base, the gummies, the CB CBDs, yeah. stuff like that. Your your pipes and, and yeah, whatnot. we're in a, we're in a we're in a weird middle place with mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff, sort of half pregnant and. uh um, with a lot of that CBD stuff because it's legal someplace and not legal other places. Yeah. There's just a weird moment in time. Three years from now, it's going to sort itself out, right? Yeah. Or five years, 10 years from now. I don't know what the number of years it is, but it will. And so um, 
you may not like the way it's going to sort itself out, but eventually it's all going to be legal. So, um, and if you disagree with me, that's fine, but it's, it's all going to be legal. It's it's like, it's like you, I mean, when was prohibition in the twenties? Right. I mean, and now you think about it now, like, yeah, I mean, but you got to think Arkansas and some other States, but I can speak to Arkansas itself since we live here, they still have a form of a prohibition because there's wet, there's wet counties, there's dry counties. There's, you can't buy on Sundays. Yep. I mean, you, you get that mainly in the belt. Um, but no, in Illinois, you can't buy liquor before noon on Sundays, and there's 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 dry areas and really? wet areas. Not I mean, there's, there's not that many dry no. areas, but um, and liquor's always going to be that way. There's always going to be local ordinances, but eventually, there's it's not going to be illegal at the federal level, and there yeah. will be local ordinances, but yeah. it will be more broadly legal. Yeah, no, I mean it, that's what I'm saying, like. When you think of it now, it's it's hard to believe. Like, oh yeah, at one point you couldn't buy alcohol and stuff, and I think that's yeah. what's going to be the same thing. The ironic of. part is, uh, CBD and marijuana may be legal, but cigars may <laughs> may not. So, um, I hope I hope I'm re- reading that. Well, it's wrong, like but. I remember reading a couple of years ago about some cigar manufacturer that was going to actually do a premium cigar that was a CBD cigar. Yeah. And I, I, I haven't heard anything else no, about that. No, I think it that. released, it had a name, um, and I forget it. I think I remember it, reading about it on like Half Wheel or something. And yeah, it's always, <clears throat> it was a couple, three years ago. Oh, God, yeah, it probably was, maybe even longer than that. Maybe it's, three or four. Yep. So, yep, yeah, no, TPE was excited. We're going to have Brandon on to go through his take on that. I know there was a bunch of exciting, uh, Doug was telling me about all the new cigars, especially some of the bigger manufacturers Doug was excited about. Um, obviously I'm, I'm a boutique guy, so I was, I was excited to hear, mm-hmm. um, some of the, the, the boutique releases, um, <clears throat> and excited about that. Yeah. B was sending me pictures, you know, he, he, he took a picture of, he was smoking the new Martinez in front of Martinez and Kevin was in the picture. And then like, it was also cool, like seeing like, um, Kevin and Frank and all the people who we know personally who've been on the show, but then also, interact with guests that we've had on the show like uh mike g and with the blackbird guys and it's yeah. just like it was so cool like it's it's so that, ben vin, it's that vin diagram of just like oh wow we all, all do the, know each other and yeah <laughs> ben popped on the hearth um with mike g and i i might have the only time i really interacted with the vegas people because you they couldn't really hear yeah but i yelled you need to get that guy cigars on your site. <laughs> yes, I don't know if he had a booth or if he was just there. I think just, he was just walking around. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's... That guy's cigars. Because <clears throat> when I said that, then all the people who were not in Vegas started going, what are you talking about? And mm-hmm. I said, because Johnny and I were on, that guy's cigars, right? And, and Greg, that guy's cigars right there mm-hmm. are unbelievable. It's one of those ones where, like, he... Uh, not a lot of people have heard of him or have tried him, but once they do, right. they really... They yeah. really like it. Really like it. So it was cool. <laughs> it was cool. The, <laughs> talking to them, they had an amazing time, which is great. Um, uh, they, when you get together, you virtually, you know, you make friends mm-hmm. and like, you know, got brothers uh, and sisters from the Herf online, but in person, it, you know, it, it's, it's. Well, and so many people were just so emotional excited and different. To, to meet for the first time. I know like Zoe was so excited because know he was vaccinated and he was like i'm gonna give bear the biggest hug and then you know bear was there finally meeting the other half who we didn't meet when he came to the little rock one and just just all these people who we've been in contact and known each other for a year and a half ish now yeah finally getting together and then then 
again, like how when the people who didn't come to the Little Rock one, they got jealous and they got excited. So now that's just feeding the fire for the one that's talked about now in Austin yep. for the F1 race and everything, which probably nobody's going to go to the F1 race because it's, it's actually the week before the F1 oh, race. Oh, the week before now? Because the F1 race got too damn expensive because all you bougie people were <laughs> pushing up the uh, price. I, I can only imagine what a hotel for during right. the F1. <laughs> so I think Steven's thought was move it a week earlier. Yeah. Because then we could get more bang for the buck kind of more thing. bang for the buck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But that, but that's what it is. So all the people who weren't able to go to the Vegas one are now excited yep. about that one, which is going to, you know, we're, we've said it, seems like we're saying it every fucking week. Like we're getting closer and closer to the end of everything that's been going on for the past Does feel 14 right. months. And now, you know, August is three months away. So, I mean, we could be even, we'll be in an even better situation yep. then than we are right now. The, uh, yeah, it's, it's funny. Um, and because, um, I, I have folks, um, who work for me who are from India. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, um, uh, America is, um, in a pretty good spot. Um, and that's great. Um, we we're fortunate and we, whatever. And India's in this horrible spot right now I was thinking about, cause I, we actually got this super nice email from Arjun. I, I believe that's the way you say it mm-hmm. um, from the Netherlands about, about the podcast with my mother. And my mother was just tickled to death. <laughs> she was, um, she called me and said, uh, and expressed how grateful she was for that. Yeah. But, um, and I, my uncle Mike's over there in, in that area. And, and so I know, that, you know, things are running hot and cold, but we're getting close here. He's over there to, in the Netherlands? Yep. Oh, I don't know. I'm with his husband and uh, he lived in Springfield, but he moved over there. Okay. Um, and, and, and he really, it's such a beautiful, yeah. that, that particular part of the world is yeah. so amazingly cool. Um, and um, it's just such a great part of the world. Um because it's it's beautiful and it's open and it's got so much history and mm-hmm. so um, uh, but I also know that they're running at a different pace than we are. We're sort of coming off of our a big wave, mm-hmm. so I always have always hesitate because I know India's not mm. <laughs> over it because like I get I the folks from India who work for me right now are, are really struggling and I'm yeah. just just heartbroken for them. Yeah. So I, I hesitate to say we're over it because uh, No, we're not, not we're not over it, but, but yeah. But in America we're seeing some reduction which I'm grateful for. I mean, we're not having to have the 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 uh, the lockdowns and all well, that. Well, that so. and also, you know, the uh, um uh shit my mind just my brain just trailed off. Um Oh, the mass cremations, like what they're having to go through right now. I, I tell mean, you, it, what's happening in India um, is just, it's just horrifying. Yeah. So yeah. just, it, it breaks your heart. Yeah. Um, but um, so I, you know, um, you know, it's just one of those things where you're just not quite sure where everybody's go, where's everybody's at. But we're, we're fairly fortunate here. So we'll, we'll, yeah. we'll take advantage of that while we can. Well, let, let's flip it around and back to a brighter note. So you have, we had your mom on last week. We did. And we did get an awesome email that was just directly amazing. towards you. 
And I, you know, I, I, I showed that to Mo. I was like, Hey, look at this. I was like, I knew it was for you, but it came to our thing. So yeah, I, I read it 100%. and I showed that to her. I was like, look, I was like, this is why we do this show. It doesn't matter if we, if we have, you know, hundreds of people listen to us or one person like this is it what was it's one about. of the coolest things. And she teared up and everything. She's like, Oh my God, I love yeah. it. And, and so I send it on to my sister, the terrorist and my mother <laughs> And, uh, and my mother said, I wasn't sure that anybody would connect. Uh-huh. And I said, no, um, people, you know, I think would understand that. So, um, it was one of the nicest things that I've ever received. As so while trust. I was editing, um, I texted, um, Ash and told her, I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm editing this week's show. And we had Mark's mom on and she says, she loved you, loved the show, and she would love to have a cigar with you one day. And Ashley said, absolutely, just let me know when she's yeah. up here and she'll do it. So. My mom is is one of those just sort of world, I don't want to say explorers, but mm-hmm. she's just she just sort of walks through the world and she goes places so I, she I, wants. I meant to ask her last week, you know, I know she lived in Jamaica for a while. Did, so has she traveled the world or is that really she's the been only over place? in Europe? She's okay. gone to Jamaica. She, um, <clears throat> after my parents got divorced, my grandfather moved in with us and uh-huh. she had the opportunity to, to travel. She went over to, to Switzerland and s- snow skied and did, wow. she would do, uh, you know, organized travel trips. And so, she um she's had the chance to travel some. She hasn't, you know, gone to India or anything like that. But she's she's traveled a good bit. Yeah. And within the United States, uh, she's traveled a lot. Has she hit like every fifty state? Or oh, that's a good question for her. I don't know that she's been to Idaho or Wyoming, but um <laughs> See, have I been to Wyoming? Yeah, I th- I've been to Wyoming. I- I think she's probably driven through Alabama and Georgia, but uh, you know, Southeast would be so a good question. So that's why I was to ask her, did she fly here? Did she drive here? So she was in Arizona. She drove, she's like me. Okay. She just gets in the car and, and drives. Just, and just goes. Right. That's, that's what I, that's what I got from her was like, oh yeah, she just like, I'm going to drive to wherever I, I don't want yeah. no cars because the adventure is in the, is in the travel, not yeah. the destination kind of thing. Yeah. I, and I got that, um, which, um, my wife could not hate more because like we we're talking and I, and I would go like, well, let's just go down to Biloxi, Mississippi. And she goes, that's like eight hours. Let's fly. And I'm going like, let's just get in the car. Yeah. Yeah. You make it's, it there in uh, you know, a quarter of a day. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I'm the same way. Like I, I like the convenience of flying. Yes, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, when you're talking about flying to Vegas, when yeah. it's like a 24 hour drive. Yeah. Hmm. Like flying, like when we, if we go to the Bay, you know, go to Oakland, yeah, San that's Francisco like and stuff like six hours. Yeah. I don't want to, I don't have to drive that, but flying we fine. But you know, we, we go to Kansas city a lot, you know, it's five and a half, six hours. Can you fly directly to Kansas city from here? Uh, Do they have an airport in Kansas City? It's 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 slightly bigger than Little Rock's. It might have two terminals, not just one. Actually, okay. I think it's KCI is probably. I I don't know if it's an international airport. It's I've a, flown over Kansas City so many times in my life because St. Louis to Vegas, which yeah. I've flown forty times. But so I've seen Kansas City from the air a bunch. But <laughs> it's a. Yeah, I mean, I've you never, just never f- know. So I know some of those airports are huge because they're they're hubs of some yeah. airline or or FedEx is there. I, I, so I think some it is. I mean, so Sprint headquarters is in KC, so it, it's. I mean, it gets a big yeah. 
influx. So I don't know if it's uh, internet. I think it is international. Um, but like, so there used to be a, a small airport in Hot Springs called uh, Seaport, and for like forty-five or fifty bucks, you could fly to KC, but you're on like one of those little two-prop mm. engine kind of things. And I wanted to do that no. so bad. Hard no. But I mean, have you ever been in a two-prop? It's so fucking loud. Yeah. And it just like I don't know how long it would take. I mean, it would take three hours probably. But no. that's half the time of yeah. of driving. But I was like, 45 bucks to KC, fine. But then I was like, well, then I won't have a car. Yeah. And I don't want to rent, rent one. Car. And then by that time, I was like, fuck, I might as well just drive. And yeah. so, I mean, there's been a few times where I've just driven to KC to have lunch and come back. Yeah. And those are fine. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, six hours is nothing for me. Like, no. God, no. Yeah. I mean, it's, and I can, if I'm by myself, I'll make, I mean, I'll take, I'll make the trip in one go. I won't stop. Just like when I went down to Houston and back, yeah. you know, I, I drove my mom. So we stopped once or twice, but she's kind of the same way. Like she'll just drive through the whole damn thing. So is my dad. But like on the way back, I'll, you know, I stopped, got gas knowing that the outback can go 600 miles. Yeah. You know, I'm not stopping unless I absolutely am yeah, about to pee. piss my, piss myself. Yeah. But even then I was like, all right, is there a bottle nearby? Right. You know, Hopefully it's like a Gatorade bottle, so it has like the bigger hole, so you don't have to like. <laughs> just, Are you bragging? Just, just no, it just it's easier. Oh, I mean, sure. you don't like if you have like the wide mouth thing. That's just easier sure. than than just the, sure. the normal whatever the the what am I drinking? San Pellegrino bottle. Yeah, that's hard. You got to be a little more accurate. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I'm a driver, but Paula's not. So and she likes to fly. Yeah, and so it's always a challenge for us. So. Well, it's like now to the point where, you know, the places where we want to travel in the U.S., it's, they're so far away now that we, unfortunately, we can't drive because that would be the whole trip. Yeah. Like, I, you know, I've always wanted to go to Portland or Seattle. I mean, those are flying destinations. Those aren't driving. You know, yeah. the, you know, the, the northeast corner, Vermont, yeah, Rhode fly. Island, stuff like that. You got to fly to all those. But, you know, we're pretty centrally located yep. to some good stuff, yep. but it seems like the better stuff. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, gotta hop on a flight. Yep. So, so we, uh, you know, we're, we're obviously, uh, but you were talking about, you just got the Southwest card, but I, I think flying's going to start opening up here pretty soon too. I, yeah, I think so. I mean, we talked to Steve when he, a couple weeks ago and he said, you know, it's, he's Pretty starting to see a little bit more conjunction in the airport in the airport and i think uh i think delta is opening up their middle row yeah i think I a think. lot of the airlines are starting to sell their middle row so but i mean that's like why i mean that's the one downside of southwest it's first come first serve but you you load by you get on by your load thing but so you don't have assigned seating but i'll take yeah i'll take that and not have to pay for luggage over assigned seating because there's been many times where like we, me and her have flown and like, we won't sit, sit next to each other and that's fine. I mean, mm -hmm. we don't, we, it's, like, it's not like we're like having makeout sessions or anything on the airplane. It's just like, mm -hmm. you're sitting there, I'm watching Peaky Blinders or some shit and she's doing something else. So it's like, it, we're not talking like out loud. Okay. That's just, well, I'm glad you're not making out <laughs> on the plane. Um, planes so, are, planes are dirty. 
Planes are gross. So it's even after all this kind of thing, you know, I'm liking the whole like gloved up mask kind of thing. Like that might be something to to stick with uh, on planes because every time I fly, God, I feel like shit the next day, just breathing in everybody else's funk and just <laughs> yeah. epith- epithelials in the air and shit like that. Nice use of that board. Um, well, I mean, hey, you gave me, you gave me props last week for actually being kind of knowledgeable. So I gotta, yeah, there you go. I, gotta, <laughs> um, I mean, I think it also that's part of the, the, the travel, but yeah. yes. Yep. Nope. I mean, it's, they they haven't actually released the or relaxed the mask. For no, I mean that, I, I figure no. airports come probably it's probably gonna be like that through twenty one probably, yeah. but uh, so so yeah um, uh, so you know it's it was pretty cool to to get out um, and I have a feeling we're gonna start to do more things. I you know obviously mm-hmm. I bought Eric Church tickets and yeah. I'm planning on going to see Jamie Johnson in June here outside ZZ top just announced that yeah. it's going downtown and we're going to go see Jason Isbell as well. It's such a sad show. Like literally it'll be sad. Uh, it'll sad be the great. It'll be great. Um, <laughs> Wait, so is Isbell's playing with a ZZ top? No. Oh, okay. Isbell's playing the same week as is ZZ top, but okay. they're not playing together. Have you ever been to, have you ever seen ZZ top? Yep. Oh. I have. I saw Cadillac three. And then uh, Leonard Skinnerd, and then ZZ Top. Oh, all in one show? All in one show. So I worked, um, whenever Arkansas, or whenever Little Rock still did Riverfest, I had to work the beer tent. Um, this is, God, this had to be a decade ago, or more. Uh, I worked the beer tent right next to the Budweiser stage, and I worked the night ZZ Top played. And let me tell you, like I like people watching because it's funny. Man, I have I saw so much stuff. Like it's easy time. Oh my god! So um, the funny part is, so we we that was a two concert weekend. So we saw Aldine on Friday night, and then we saw ZZ Top and Skinner on Saturday night, and um, we went from the oldest people or older people in the crowd on up with Aldine and to the, some of the youngest people in the crowd with Skinner and, and ZZ top ZZ top sounded great, but they sounded just like they're out. There was like very little crowd yeah. interaction. Yeah. Skinner was great. I mean, I know you're not a Skinner fan, but they were, they sounded great. They were tight yeah. and it was, it was like really good. And obviously my favorite band of the whole night was Cadillac three. Um, but yeah, that was a pretty good show. So the only, I wouldn't see, I'm not sure that I'd go see ZZ top again. Cause they sound like the album, which I mean, I don't mind that because I, do. I mean, it's like uh, between the bear to me, an awesome progressive metal band. They don't have a stage presence because they're, they're so critical on how they do sound. And it sound, their live stuff sounds just like, their studio album. So if you're there for stage presence, like, um, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, who's that? The little dude from Hawaii that we, that we like, um, Bruno yeah. Mars, oh, Bruno Mars. like his stage presence is amazing. Right. But his, his live stuff doesn't really sound like his album stuff. Right. But if you want just that true to form album live, yeah, your, your stage presence is going to be a little off, but, uh, yeah, no, some people like it that way. Some people get disappointed and say, yeah. it didn't sound like it was on the album. And I go, I own the album. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I could have saved a bunch of money. <laughs> I could have, yeah, not bought $18 beers. So, are okay, so you've bought tickets for like a couple of concerts. Do you see like a, 
are the prices more because it's no. so, um, best standard? The, the Eric Church tickets were completely comparable to the 2019 concert, the Double Down tickets. Mm-hmm. Everybody's bitching about how high the prices were. But for high-end country concerts, they were yeah. $160 a seat, which is pretty standard for an arena, good seats. Is uh, that? I mean, yeah. That is that does seem high. But also, I'm used to buying like yeah. the small club $15 at the door. Kind of <clears> right. No, but if you go see Elton John... Yeah. Oh, I mean, I figure hit like three fifty. Oh, I mean, but you're t- what am I talking? I'm talking seventh row. Yeah. So I'm not talking like upper deck. I'm, <laughs> I'm talking seventh row, and I'm talking you know center stage. Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, yeah, hundred sixty, hundred seventy dollars is pretty typical for, you know, that level of performer. Somebody so, who's going to sell out a major arena. So I think I think probably the most expensive tickets I've ever bought for a concert was probably like Trans Siberian Orchestra, and I got floor seats, and I hated the seats. Like I had upper deck seats before so much better because of just all the smoke and lasers and shit like you that. More. You can see it. Like when you're down below, you can't, you, you, you see the band, that's it, but you don't see the whole production. And it's kind of like, I, I mean, I love going to the theater. I love plays and stuff like that. I don't want to sit front row where you're looking up. I want to sit like on the side aisle or up where you can actually see the whole view. So when we went to St. Louis to see Eric church, we sat on the floor. Now I'm six, three. So I'm 6'3". I thought you were taller than that. No, I'm 6'3". And so I could see. And, like, the stage came out and wasn't bad for us. Mm -hmm. But Paula's, like, Mm 5'6". So she bitched. So when we we got tickets in Little Rock and Steve and Kaylee went Mm -hmm. and and Jay from the office went, we got, like, two, three rows up on the side. So we were just lifted above the crowd. I mean, he doesn't do like smoke and yeah. too much like that. But you could, you were two or three years up, so you could see above the crowd. Yeah, um, and I like that. Now, when we were in Nashville for that show, we were sixteen rows up on the side, and we were side stage. And there's a lot to be said to being up a little bit. It's like being where were we at the soccer game? We were about halfway up, yeah. right? So you can see the yeah. whole, you see whole, the whole field, whole, whole field, field. Yeah. pitch, pitch. Let's call it right, the pitch. Yeah, whole field. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so, um, so like, you know, we, I do for Paula cause yeah. she's, she's, you know, she's my short, short piece. So, um, I always get a little, <laughs> I've been getting them up on the sides. We did have a chance here in, um, <clears throat> in Vegas to get first three rows. Yeah. And I figured first three rows, probably not that many <laughs> tall people in front no. of them. And so, okay. So let me ask you, we this. lost out on this. So at a state, let's say, okay, you're, you're. Who's first three? Eric Church. Eric Church. Okay, first three rows. Are you sitting or are you standing? Oh, I I personally believe so. This is my religion mm-hmm. that if you if you listen, I'm not gonna I'm not going to see Michael Blue Bay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go see Eric Church. A concert, a country concert. <clears throat> country concerts, rock concert. I mean, mm-hmm. he's country rock. So um, I stand the whole damn time. Okay. I think it's disrespectful i personally think mm-hmm. it's disrespectful we go see the tedeschi trucks band and there's always big arguments in these groups i think you stand for the artist i and i dance so where's the okay so what is the cutoff then like who would what is a concert michael sanborn i don't know where that is 
There you go. <laughs> okay, so let's say you're Chuck watching. Chuck Mangione. Like in the trumpet dude? I love the trumpet dude. Don't you disrespect <laughs> Chuck Mangione. Is he still around? I don't know. But the, I'd love the only, to, I'd honestly, love the only reason why I know who Chuck Mangione is is because King of the Hill. Yeah, that's what JD and I were talking about last night. But for the record, Chuck Mangione was awesome. I mean, he really can play. So Okay, so like a jazz concert. I think you're a little you're more comfortable. down. It depends. It's also, too, like if it's a jazz, it's yeah. not going to be at a big arena. It's going to be at a smoky bar or, yeah. or whatever. But like, yeah. like if you're... If you're like a what if you transport back to the forties and you're watching Benny Goodman, I mean, I'm pretty sure they're probably sitting. But big band sure. music that's like But I might be on the dance floor dancing. Okay, then like Because with big okay. bands there was always a ton of people up we, in front dancing. We both like Celtic Woman. Yeah. Have you ever been to a Celtic Woman show? I've not. I've always wanted like my, to my, go. My parents have been. I'm that's I think, I think that's sit. a sit that's a sit down. So I think that's a that's sit that's a sit down performance. Yeah. But I think if they have guitars, like electric guitars, which Eric Church does, Jason Aldean does. And I okay, Tran- Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I, and I'm a, not as, in a, I've not gone. But, like, I mean, I've, I've seen them like four times. But I don't ever remember seeing anybody stand because I think when you throw that orchestra word in there. Right, sure, but, it gets but bougie. Then, but then you have electric light orchestra. and it, You stand at electric light <laughs> or I mean, ELO, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if it's to me, if it's rock music, no, no, I mean, and here's the question you wouldn't be able to answer: if it's George Jones, like it's old school country, was the was the old school country? Did you sit? Like, now, I bet you, Alan Jackson, Conway Twitty, you're. I bet you you're standing. Oh man, I don't know. I'd have to ask my grandparents. But I'd, I don't know for twenty years, so I can't. I don't know. That'd be a good question for my country bros and sisters. Did you stand at George okay, Jones? Okay, okay, let's do this. Jason Isbell. I'll stand. Well, I'll probably sit on the lawn. I mean, that's a that's a somber group yeah. that has an electric guitar in it. He doesn't. I think he actually has oh, he does some, doesn't he? I think he'll probably be there'll be a lot of sitting at that. Yeah. I think it has to go by the mode, by the like the tone. Like yeah. a, like a an an R and B show or a rap or something like that, you're you're gonna stand. See, I think the the interesting question is the co- earlier concert because Jamie Johnson, who is very much Jason Isbell, like you've heard Jamie Johnson, yeah. high high cost Elizabeth. I think he could be a set, but Whiskey Myers, who's very much like the Cadillac Three, a little more rocking. They're much, very much a stand. See, like me. I mean, all the but show, I'm sitting on the lawn, but like all the shows I've been to, like Newfound Glory, was that's a. I'm going to get as close to the center mosh pit without actually being in it because I'm sure. I, I, because I'm You're an old, old fuck now. Right. Um, but like I can't imagine sitting at one of those. But also I can't imagine standing at a slower tempo country artist. So like, um, yeah, that's a good question. So we've, I mean, like Brad Paisley. I stand at Brad Paisley. Yeah. I I have not been at a country concert where I sat. Like, who is a country artist that literally just does slow stuff? Wow. Nowadays, um, Cody Johnson. I mean, I don't know that I've seen any of the guys that I would necessarily consider. Okay. Okay. How about this? Grand Ole Opry. I stood for faster horses or or a thousand (laughs) horses. Uh. Um, 
but I'm 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 the freak. I get it, right? Can I'm the guy they always say, sit down and quit dancing. And I go. See, okay, here's the thing. I can't did, hear you. The see, band is playing. And there's the thing. I want to watch the performance, so I don't think I could ever go to a concert with you. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Like like I've said, like I don't get embarrassed, but it's like I I couldn't I couldn't do that. See, this is this and I I've told this Eric Church story. I don't know if I've ever told it on the There was the dude who was about five rows in front of me in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Dude, long hair, hippie dude. Um and he, we, him and I were kind of rocking out to the pregame music. It was like Zeppelin. <laughs> oh, and just it, like the stuff going on in the speakers. Right. And we're just, him and I are just, you know, we're just yeah. having a good time. We're drinking some beer. Yeah. And, and, and the girl in front of me, the two 18 year old girls in front of me made fun of him. Mm-hmm. And at some point they turned around to converse with us mm-hmm. and they said, isn't that guy goofy? And I said, I hope sometime in your life, oh, you have this, yeah. You feel music as deeply as he does. Isn't that like a fucking song too? Like dance, like nobody's watching or something like that. Yeah, or <clears throat> sing like nobody's listening. Yeah, well, I mean, it's uh, there's a Tim McGraw. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. It which is uh, uh, a song about dying of cancer. But um, with, once again, country music. <laughs> you don't hear that in punk music. My. <laughs> No, I mean there's some that's like that, but that. but, but it, it's not as subtle. It's more like fuck cancer, right? It's right. Like- <laughs> fuck cancer, yeah. But I would be fascinated to hear because I am a like, listen. If it's super slow, I'll sit down. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm not going to be disrespectful. Re- read the room, kind of thing. Read the room, yeah. But I personally love dancing in, in live music. I and listen, let's be clear on a couple things. I have a terrible voice. I can't dance worth shit. I've seen you dance. Right. But it's, I don't give a shit. It's a weird, like, half, like, grind mashed potato kind of thing. Yeah. It's so 100%. bad. 100%. Oh, it's horrible. <laughs> but I don't care. I am having the time of my life. And in those, those, I've said this before. I cried at the first Eric Church concert, which was the first time I'd really been with Paula yeah. after Vegas. Yeah. Because I remembered... This is what I love doing. I yeah. love live music. Yeah. And because it occurred to me in the middle of a bunch of people who love live music like I do, that this is what it's about. Yeah. And I don't care that I can't dance. I just don't care. So what about at uh, Soldier Field? You've been you've been to a Bears game, yeah? A ton. Soldier. I don't dance as much at Bears <laughs> No, games. but I'm saying like, okay, so like at Arrowhead, you stand the whole oh. game from front row to, to, la- to back row everybody stands during the whole game and it's hard to tell like on TV because everybody's at the same level. Right. But yeah, you, I mean, literally no, people stand, stand the whole game. Soldier field. Um, same thing with like a sporting KC in the cauldron, like in their rules, it's like you stand in the cauldron the whole game. You sit during half and everything, but everybody else in the stadium sits, but, no. but like Arrowhead, everybody stands. No, no, they don't stand. Really? We drink beer and <laughs> we do that too. I think we're better at it. Eh, it's colder. You have to have more like uh, right. The, There's the, reasons the, the antifreeze yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah, but we, uh, but we, we don't. You, you fill up on like time. Italian sandwiches. We fill up on like barbecue. So yeah, barbecue sauce. Um, <laughs> and so <laughs> Fuck uh, you. yeah. So uh, a couple shows we have coming up is um, just just to let people know so that you can start preparing before we um, we kind of move along to a couple other topics. We're going to do filler 101. We are. Um, We're super fired up about that. 
We're going to do it as a regular show. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to smoke along with us, um, five cigars all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, Binder 101 was a huge success yes. from our point of view, and I hope you all enjoyed it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so that's the one thing. Um, there was a new Martinez cigar released, and we're going to have Dave on. Mm-hmm. Um, and Kevin, um, so we're pretty psyched for that. Um, Kevin's really jumped into his role as... Uh, in case everybody doesn't know that, Kevin is now... He's like uh, the main rep. Yeah, he's working with Martinez, which yeah. is great. And uh, I think he is also a Victoria's Secret model. Um, I, I that think is that's new. what I, I heard. Yep, that. yep. So... Um, did this come out during Vegas? Yep, I think so. <laughs> I think so. Um, so that's great. Um, we are also going to plan on having Steve back more regularly. And so hopefully yes. in June we can have him back. Yep. I know he's coming into town at the end of the month and he wants to try to get a golf game going on. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Okay. Um, but yeah, we got, we got, uh, some dockets coming up and now we're going to, again, like if there's somebody you want to hear on the show, yep. let us know and I'll reach out to him. Re- so. Redouble down on that, um, and definitely. Um, the other thing is we ha- we're reviewing, which you will have already heard by the time you hear this if you listen to reviews. Mm-hmm. This is the Matt Booth um, unbanded one. Yeah, I can't even 101 Protocolo or whatever. Yeah. Um, excited about that. I heard a rumor um, that Bear might have slapped Matt Booth's ass this weekend. wonder how that went. Uh, I didn't think it didn't sound like it went well. <laughs> God. Oh. Um, I've heard other rumors about stuff, um, which, uh, um, uh, which I'm not sure what to make of. Yeah. I mean, Rob I, Matt Booth, uh, with some stuff he's, he's thinking about bringing out. Yeah. We've, so, I mean, we, we talk to Booth quite often at the shop, you know, we, we have his number on the phone, Doug has it. I got it. Yeah. And it's just like, we've heard things and he's said things without saying things. Yep. So I've heard that too. There's just one, just one answer that I want. I haven't got that yet. Yeah. Um, I've heard ho- stuff ho- about that. Hopefully, hopefully we'll see how that goes. But yeah, so we got some, some uh, interesting, cool stuff uh, going on. We also got some like interesting stuff going on in our home city. We do. So we have two things, one negative, one positive with a question mark. I'm going to put a question yeah. mark on the positive one. Yeah. So evidently we might have a serial killer loose. Right. Uh, so in he's Little Rock. eating uh, Captain Crunch. No, he's knifing people. He's to death. literally stabbing people. I think it's up to four people, three or four people. So if I saw the map correctly, it's south of 630. Yeah. Um, it looked like there was three or four in a cluster um, uh, south of 630. Is yeah. that where you saw it? Yeah. It's like, so it's all the same MO. Nobody knows what's going on. I have like a that. picture of him though. Yeah, there is a picture. Um, but it's it's super weird. It's like, you know, back in the mid nineties, you know, Little Rock was notorious for banging in the rock. Right. That's what that's Little not Rock serial killers. That's not so, serial killers. It's gang banging stuff. But it's just like Little Rock is it's a big town. It's not a it's it is a city, but it's more like a big t- big town feel. Yep. So that is definitely weird. Um and it sucks. Um, right. for everybody who's been affected. We should explain that when we say Banging in the Rock, there was an HBO show uh-huh. in the 90s called Banging in the Rock, which f- focused on 
gang activity mm. and a lot of the um, gang activity that happened in Little Rock and between, North Little Rock. Between the couple neighborhoods. <clears throat> between a couple neighborhoods um, that focused on a lot of the crime mm. and uh, activity between that. So it was a, a lot about a lot of the gang activity. And Little Rock has an act, uh, sort of a reputation about that, which, um, to be honest with you, recently wasn't as much deserved recently mm. as um, some of it's come back a little bit. Mm. But and a lot of that's because of Dallas and Chicago and Memphis. This is all a throughway. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, so that's the one negative thing by far is you know hopefully that's a bad thing. Yeah, you know, they're caught and stopped and brought to justice. But on the flip side, Little Rock might have their own superhero. I saw that. So there's a guy. The only way I can describe it is if you're familiar with GI Joes. This guy looks like Snake Eyes. Yep, he does. Um, so he walks around in all black fatigues, black like a ninja shirt, um, but he's got dual wielding katanas on his back yep. and two size on his side with a full like Kevlar mask kind of thing, and he but and he patrols neighborhoods and mainly stays in the downtown area and goes on the north side into like Argenta and stuff like that. But it's like, it's weird. And I don't know how to, I don't know how I feel about it because it feels gimmicky as shit. Of course. Um, It almost feels like if there is some sort of mental capability there, I don't want us to like feed that and kind of thing. Like if there is, has he stopped any crime? No, of course not. But also, too, like, if a dude just rolls up on me with two fucking katanas right. in his hand, first thing I want to think of is not, oh, that's like the fucking superhero. There's a superhero. There's a dude walking up to the shop that has two katanas in his hand. Right. Um, Call the cops. Yeah. So it's just like, that's weird. So we have, but to have both going on at the same time, so for the record, he is patrolling the area that is a mile north yes. of where the serial killer is uh, killed three or four people. Yes, he he might need to go a mile south just he to might. do some... Maybe, if you want to be a superhero, do a fucking superhero job. Right, go to the bad neighborhood or go to the dangerous or go, go, go to where the crimes. The, go where the crime is happening. I saw that and I know, I know people were um, sort of posting it with um, sort of... It's tongue, it's tongue in cheek, tongue in but cheek, but yeah. it's also like it was kind of weird. You don't also, I mean, with was, ev- with everything that's I going, I couldn't on, tell if it was a joke or if it was serious. And that's the thing. Like, if it's a joke, okay, fine, ha ha. But if it's serious, if he thinks he's being serious, like either a, you're actually really <clears> going to get hurt because somebody because we we live in fucking Arkansas, everybody fucking carries here. Right, like you're going to give off the wrong impression. But also, too, I mean, what the fuck? Are you, you going to stop somebody with a couple swords? Like, it just... You know, Snake Eyes would. But also, Snake Eyes is literally a G.I. Joe. Oh, you're saying he's a doll? <laughs> is that what you're saying? I just, I just, I don't know how to feel on this one. Yeah, it was it was weird. I, I actually saw that a couple weeks ago. Um, it's been out there for a couple weeks. Um, and it was like one of those weird where you turn your head... I was trying, I was more sort of interested in was the serial killer a true story? Obviously, mm-hmm. um, 
it's a bigger story. I haven't seen it on the news. So it's not made national news. I haven't seen it on the local news. I, I saw, I, I haven't seen it because I don't watch the news. I've read about it uh, more than I've seen anything. So it is a real story. So it is a real story. Um, Man, that's unfortunate. But it's, it is, it's like, it's just weird how both these things are happening, you know, simultaneously. I mean, the cynic in me is like, Hey, there was a guy literally walking around with blades on and there's a guy, there's somebody walking around stabbing people. Right. Let's maybe like check, let's check that box off. I'm assuming the people that are getting stabbed are not getting stabbed (laughs) with katanas because for the record, then that would be like an obvious connection, but it would, yeah. I mean, but also too, here's the thing. Like, so I don't. Arkansas is an open carry state. You can open carry. I'm not sure. I think they're still litigating that. But yeah, I think there's a general perception that it's an open carry state. Can you open carry fucking swords? I don't know. I mean, evidently not. you can. Apparently. But it's just like, I I don't. What's the old rule? <laughs> Apparently you can. Apparently yeah, until you can't. <laughs> until you can't, right? Um, but yeah, so... Right. That's that's what's going on in our neck of the woods. Yeah, I saw that story. It was um, really weird, and obviously, I was a little more concerned with the with the serial killer angle. Yeah. But also, I mean, there's like there. I mean, the 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 U.S. houses. I forget how many dozens of serial killers at any at any given time. Yeah. I mean, it's we live in a world where the some of the top podcasts out there are about true crime and mm. serial killers and stuff like. And you know, I'm I'm a I'm part of that. I listen to the last podcast on the left every week and they talk about true crime. Mo watches like documentaries about the, yeah. the wife that killed her husband. I'm like, why are you so intrigued with that? Are you taking notes? Kind of thing. Yep, I mean, is. that's just, that's the world that we live in now yeah. that it's, it's almost like, uh, look at how many people idolize like Gacy and, um, uh, all the other, fucker people out there that's done it it's just yeah that's why the world needs more positivity right we um uh that's why the world needs more superheroes and that's why that's rock he has a name too i was trying to find it before i didn't actually see the name um i don't think anybody knows who it is but he has like a street performer name i don't fucking know what it is to me he looks like snake eyes so i've just been calling him snake eyes he does look like snake eyes um yeah, it was. It's a weird story, and it it has bubbled up, um, and people have posted it, um, sort of tongue in cheek, um, and so it was really hard to tell how serious the, uh, um, the superhero thing was. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I don't know. It is weird. the 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 weird part about that is, um, you just don't know how serious he's taking it. Yeah. Um. You, you know, that's that's all well and good until if he's a competent self-defense guy, then mm-hmm. then maybe it's okay. But he, he just, we you know, worry about stuff going bad. Hey, you know, you know, Josh teaches self-defense he with does. knives. Maybe it's Josh. I mean, it didn't look like Josh. Um, and so, um, <laughs> but well, I mean, you worry about him it. being in a self-defense situation with people and then him not being competent to deal with it. Right. Yeah. it's like being like, a situation and then he putting other people's lives at range or, or maybe he's totally competent and yeah. then I'm just overplaying it. You just, you just go, wow. Um, there's a reason we don't encourage vigilantes, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you don't, yeah. 
just weird. It was a weird story. It was one of those where you go, no, I thought I'm not I, sure I, I want to laugh I, along. I thought I was reading an onion article at right. first. Yeah. Um, but then like, 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 and then seeing something else on the Arkansas subreddit and the little rock subreddit, it's like, holy shit. Like this is real. This is real. There's, you know, and I don't know what the percentage of jokes are, but there's like a small percentage of jokes where you go, I'm not going to laugh along with that because that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> and that's where I'm, I am like, it's, it's not funny. It's intriguing, but it's also like, it's uncomfortable. What, what are we doing here? Yeah. It's just like, yeah. World's complicated enough. <laughs> yeah. This is the last right. fucking thing we need. <laughs> right. It's just like a rogue dude with katanas. And yeah, I mean, like I, I envision it's a guy who just got it from like the, the sharper image or, Something like comic that. Comic book shop. Yeah. I mean, well, you know what sucks? Little Rock. I was talking to Mo about this last week because we went just driving around. Little Rock closed. Not like the city didn't, but the best comic book shop in Little Rock is closed. And it, it sucks because it, that's such a dying medium that, I mean, I'm, we're comic book guys. At least yeah. I am. I know I am. I am. But like, I haven't I, bought one in I, a long I, while. I love just going into that, into that shop and just seeing you know, milk crate after milk crate of yep. like old comic books. And now it's like, you, you can't, if you no. want one, you got to go to Barnes and Noble or, you know, I like Woodworth because it's a local bookstore and stuff. Um, but like, you just don't have that option anymore. And I love, I wish I like, um, uh, big bang theory, the show. I love, I like, I, I would die if we had like a comic book shop, like what they have here. I mean, I know other cities do. Sure. I mean, I just wish we did, but it is, it's such a, it's such a niche audience that you have to yep. cater to that you're not going to get it in certain cities. And no, unfortunately we're just one of those cities, right? But I forgot what I, what was, how to get on comic books? Uh, because we were talking about the super Oh, that's right. Um, so what do you think of the cigar? So let's, let's talk about the cigar before we, we hit the final subject. So I really like my father a lot. Um, their their stuff is always solid. Um, you know, of, of course they have some of their stuff I like better than theirs. Like I like the the Lithuania, like I said, is my is my favorite, my father. The Lebeju is amazing. I love it. It's very fitting to be number one cigar of the year. Um the 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 Granofretta last year, I think it got robbed out of a top ten uh, of cigars. Um the the, even the the Dompapin classics, those Great are so cigars. good. That Lancero, the Dompapin, is one of the best Lanceros out there. And I'm a Lancero ho, and that is that is one that's it's always always in my humidor. Love that one. Um, Nicaraguan tobacco is by far probably the biggest right now. Mm-hmm. You know, 20 years ago it was Dominican. Now it seems to be all the big. All the big boys want to have something with a Nicaraguan. Sure. Um, want that kick. So you can't, I mean, you can't blame them on that because it, it does, it produces great tobacco. I mean, hell right here in the, in that field of the picture right there, that's the fields of the, and the old and inactive volcano where this stuff is grown. I mean, and right there on the other side of you is actually the, the my so, father. so that is right in front of that. So that's Perdomo. That's, my father, my father rolling, which, which since we're an audio medium, 
not I'm, that helpful. I'm pointing at two different pictures in our room, right. but that they, over there's the light bulb. Yeah, they, they literally are just right across the street from each other in uh, in Esteli. Um, nice, but yeah, it's the I mean the the terroir of the ground that just produces the the richness. The yeah. has a nice little. You can have a too much of a mineral aspect where it tastes metallic-y like the Camacho Triple Maduro. It gets a little metallic at the end just because it is so it's too much it's too much, too much. Maduro. Um but with that Nicaragua. But this is it is so rich, has a nice flavor, nice cocoa-y, little bit of leathery notes, no spice really at all. Um, you know, this is I mean, they classify it as an Oscuro, but this is one where I think anybody can really smoke this. I mean, again, like the band comes off super easy. It's a thick band and you just, I mean, you just took it off. Did yeah. anything else else come with it? It's no, no wrappers on it. I mean, little, I, little something, but nothing that's going to impact the draw. Yeah. I mean, I, I like my father. Yep. A whole bunch. And it's, yep. it's a big seller here. It's a big seller in a lot of shops. Yep. Well, it's cause it's so well made, such good cigar. So. So the reason why we did this cigar tonight yes. is because I'm going to be a father. <laughs> so you're, Luke, you are my father. Yeah, I we found out on Mother's Day that Mo is pregnant. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, so... Um, so that's what we spent most of the time at the soccer game discussing. That is what we talked about most of the time because this is our first kid. We, I mean, we're... This, yeah. Both of ours, first child. Um, doing the math, we believe we're around seven weeks uh, right now. We have our first doctor's appointment the 1st of June. Awesome. Um, so it's like, it's it's something I'm not used to, of course. But also, we're not too scared. I mean, we have apprehension about everything, yeah. of course, um, because it is a life-changing thing. We're, But we're... You know, we're in our mid to late thirties. Um, You're old. We're, we're older. Um, you know, we're, we're, nobody's ever financially set for a baby, plain and simple. Nobody can ever be, unless you're a, literally a fucking billionaire. I, Bill Gates was pretty like, good. Like Musk or whatever with his wife. Right. They're fine. Everybody else. Yeah. You, you're always going to have something. So we know like, um, like we were talking about maybe going up to Rhode Island and we we're going to right. go to Austin with the LCC meetup. Yep. Um, she definitely is not doing that. Um, she's, she's, she said, I can go. I'm not sure if I want to do that or not because I'll be going into the second trimester. We also know that it is still early. And we also know that, you know, since she is older, um, there's still stuff that can happen. Sure. But for right now, um, everything's healthy. We've taken so I say we. She's taken so many pregnancy tests, like this is literally tons, tons, tons of them. Yep. Um. So it is. I you know finding out on Mother's Day was exciting. Um. Went and told. It's pretty awesome. Went and told my parent. Or first we called her parents. Told them. Went to see my parents. Mom was bawling and crying and stuff like that. So that's one of the reasons why we she couldn't be on here on the show last week. And plus it was Mother's Day for her. Um, so we're not going to have Mo on the show anytime soon. Um, sure. Unless, we, dial in, in. In, unless, yeah, unless we do that, or if I just take the equipment home sure. and do that, um, you know, she's not going to be hanging up at the lounge 
anymore. I know. Um, you know, she literally just bought a, a Savoy humidor with a box a of, of a box of crux. So I'm like, yeah, yeah I got a new humidor and cigars. Um, you know, I mean, she'll go back to having a cigar once, probably in a year or so. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's exciting. And uh, if anybody has any pointers, <laughs> send my way. The good mm-hmm. thing is that we both come from big families. Sure. You know, I'm the oldest uh, of three. You know, not counting Kelly since he was 17 years older than me. Um, you know, she's the second to youngest, I believe, of five, five or four, five. Um, you know, we have tons of nieces, or she has tons of nieces absolutely, and nephews. You know, I now have one niece. Um, so, yeah, we've told, uh, told her parents, told my parents, and then you were the third person um, to find out. Just I because. was. Because Mo works with you and everything, and yeah, so now we're trying to decide when the vacation is going to happen because we need to take it sooner than later. Because yeah. we know that once we get into further down the line, you know, we don't need to travel. She doesn't need to travel. Um, it's still so early, so we're going to go up to KC and stuff like that, and just you know, even when we go up there, like we won't be hanging out with with uh, Swinney and uh, Lakutera and stuff like that. I'll go and and see him, but we're just going to go and hang out. But, uh, yeah, so life is going to change, uh, for me, uh, yep. quite a lot. Don't know what that involves with, with the show wise, the, the regular show is still going on. If it gets yep. to the point where I might have to bow out during the reviews, I'll do yeah, that. We'll adjust. Yeah, we're, we'll adjust, but the, the main show is still going to be going on, but, uh, yeah. So I'm going to raise somebody. Yeah. So, I mean, and we <laughs> talked about a bunch of stuff. So, uh, and to, and I, I, you and I are tight. Mm-hmm. So um, I think they're, I always joke that we don't see each other during the week, which we don't, but we're tight. Yeah. And uh, you and I and Marielle and Paula are, we're, we're close. And so I, I had an inkling that you would not be surprised if this happened because we've had several conversations about this. <laughs> I mean, and it, just, it just and doesn't I magically well. happen. It, no. I mean, you ha- something has to be in- <laughs> <No>. involved. <laughs> we, I don't actually need the details. But, um, <laughs> so I wasn't surprised, but um, and, and Marielle and I had the conversation from a work perspective because, uh-huh. like you said, Marielle works for me. Um, and we talked about that. And obviously the time she told me I had a conversation as her boss. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, um, she told me on Wednesday cause we were having the soccer game and then you and I had a conversation as friends on Wednesday night. And I asked you all the, uh, the, the conversations then I'm, I could not be happier for you too. Yeah. You're going to be awesome parents. Um, I, I told my mother who was tickled, um, uh, to death with, she, she, um, she very much thinks a lot of you yeah. and, um, and, uh, and I, I think you guys are going to be amazing. I, I, I think, uh, I think you're a big softy and you, and I know you <laughs> think of yourself as this big gruff guy, but, um, I know, cause one of the questions I asked you was boy or a girl. And you said 10 toes and healthy, which is the right answer, right? To 10 fingers, 10 toes and healthy. Uh, but then you said a girl and I, um, yeah. because, um, and that, that kid would just be dead spoiled. I just oh cannot God. imagine like such a daddy's girl. Um, it's all, I, I said it like she asked me, she's like, what, well, what are you hoping for? Of course I said 10 and 10. 
first and foremost, make sure everything's fine. Um, but if I had to choose a girl just because like I am, I'm a big dude, I'm gruff looking. I am a fucking softy at heart. Yeah. So I, I would be like, the girl would be spoiled 100%, but also like, I'd, I'd want her to like me more than Mo because I would have that advantage. Yeah. I think, um, I think you two are going to be amazing parents yeah. and I'm excited for you for the journey. Um, I know Charlie and I were talking last night and I know as he goes through, um, his, his journey with his son, he said something that I thought was just brilliant, which is, um, nobody's prepared for parenthood. Yeah. Anybody who tells you on their first child that they got any clue as to what they're doing is lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, he said, I'm, I said, I have experience raising a kid for the first four years of life. Cause I've done it. But like the fifth year, no idea. Yeah. So I have no idea. Haven't well, done it. And that's the good thing. He like, said, but you make it up as you go along. You yeah. do the best you can. You, you know, you, you show them love and respect and you, and you, and you do that. Um, and it, you know, Charlie's one of those guys that, uh, he's, he's thoughtful and considerate. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just think, uh, as I think of Charlie, I think of you, somebody who would just would obsess about doing it the right way. Yeah. Right? And I mean, you know, she has two sisters that live in our city. Yeah. You guys are that, so that, set up that here. has five kids between them all yeah. under the age of 10. So we have, and they're stay at home wives. Yeah. Um, so we have, you know, childcare taken care of because, you know, Mo is a very good professional. And yeah, I mean, you know, you know her as a friend and also as a coworker and you know how she takes her profession yep. seriously. She's amazing. Um, so we, we don't have to worry about that. My, both my parents are retired, you know, uh, so we have that taken care of. I'm, I'm going to get rid of my truck I'm not going to have. Yeah, I know you were making plans already to sell your truck. I'm, I'm not, going, dude, you got, you got like, you got seven months left for pregnancy. I know, but, but also Subaru is running a really good deal right now. I know. So you, had, you made all these plans. You I like, know. you were like, hit the switch. Let's go. I, I Hey, we're type A. It's going to be the shortest seven months and the longest seven months of your life. I know you're type we're, A. We're type A. I'm full bore. Um, so we have, you know, luckily we just did buy a new house. You thought about a Prius? <laughs> no Prius. I don't, I don't, I don't like Toyota. Um, I'm sorry, a leaf. <laughs> um, no, we so just we, bought I mean, a house with a gate. We just bought a house, so I'm, that comes in handy. What sucks is because the day before, um, we had a guy come out to look at a deck because y- you've seen our place. Yeah, creating a, a I don't a, know what to call it, like a like it, a it, it patio was a, sort of it would have been viewing a, station. It would have been slash. A, yeah, it would have been a a platform floating deck just because. Uh, floating deck um and i just wanted it's a cool idea and i just wanted to cover the whole fucking thing just because we don't use it because you should rock it in so now we're just gonna be like okay well we're not gonna do that right <laughs> but yeah. um yeah i mean we're super excited um i so i'm glad to f- I'll tell- I, it was so hard for me not to say anything last on week on yeah. on mother's day and stuff yeah um but yeah, we're, I mean, we're still probably good that, that Mariel, well, I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter, but I'll tell you what I told Mariel on Friday, which is I love both of you with so much of my heart that I'm just, I'm just hoping everything goes yeah. as, is as, as smoothly as possible. Um, and that, um, 
this brings you all the joy that yeah. it, it really um, it can. So we're, I mean, it's going to be an amazing process. We're both we're super excited. We I haven't had too many panic attacks. I had a mini one at work the other day because it just I get lost in my head. And but what I have noticed is when it feels like either her or her or I are having I don't want to say a crisis because it seems too much, but when something comes up, we do talk it out. And we had that last night because we're just sitting there watching TV or something. And she said something and I just like put my head up, my hand on my forehead, like, Oh my God, like we're going to, at one point we're going to have to, to punish or to ground our child. Jesus, you're way ahead of the game. I know, but like, that's just one of those things. Like I've never, I never thought at some point you're going to have to, um, you're gonna have to take pictures about them going to prom. I know I, it, these are sh- this is shit you're gonna have to worry about like way down the road. I know, like parent teacher conferences and stuff like that. But it's right. one of those things. Like we we were almost to the point of accepting the fact that we were going to be dinks our yeah. whole life, kind of thing. And then yeah. this one just I don't want to say it came out of left field because again, it something has to happen for it to happen. Sure. Um, but we just we were getting close to that point of our lives where it was mm-hmm. just going to be us. And we were, I don't want to know. I don't want to say that we were fine with that, but we were accepting of that. Yeah. Um, I know. I know that point. We, Paula and I crossed that line and mm-hmm. um, we noted it and you, it's all you can do. Yeah. Right. I guess this is, and, and that's happen. why, you know, I, I do want to tell people um, because she was wondering, she's like, is this too early? And I was like, I honestly, I don't know because we've never been there. We're seven weeks long, we believe, but if we also know that since, you know, we are older and if there is some sort of health complications and something goes awry, I want that support system, not just for me, but for her as well, that I know I can reach out to anybody and to everybody who, who now hears this, you know, all of our friends at LCC, all the, all of our friends at West End, all of, you know, you, Jay, who yeah. nobody really knows who Jay is, but I mean, you, I know and, you, and Mo, you and Mo know who, know who Jay is. <laughs> yeah. Just something like that. We Jay and I are fired up for you. We wanted to have that safety net if anything does go wrong. Jay and like I's that. goal is to make your child a huge country music fan. <laughs> oh my God. We have said our kid is going to have the most eclectic style of music, but, but also, more than likely they're going to be completely contrary to whatever you like. <laughs> One thing for sure, it's gonna be one fly ass looking kid. Like, yeah, I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a sneakerhead. Like, they make baby Jordans, they make baby Jays, yeah, baby Converse stuff like that. It's gonna uh, be hopefully, a the, baby. hopefully the kid will look like Mo and have Mo style. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Hopefully her looks too. Yeah, no, I, hopefully yeah. It, it gets it gets all Mo. That's all. That's what I'm praying for. I'm just like. uh I mean, she is, she's a small, small woman. Um, a real tall Mo is what you're hoping for. <laughs> it just, I just, I hope she doesn't hear that. <laughs> it's, she will. Somebody who's five foot two. Yeah. <laughs> tall, tall for Mo. Tall for Mo. Uh, but no, we're, I mean, we're super excited. Um, I told, I told, um, at the time of this recording, I told Doug, um, and that's it. I'll be talking to Brandon this week just because I need to tell him like, Hey, there's going to be a time where, if I need to bounce, like I'll look at whoever is here as the most like, like a uh, person who I trust the most and just give them the keys and be like, I got to go. 
<laughs> I mean, no, yeah. like if you, if you're, if you're up here and something happens, you know how to close up the shop, plain and simple yeah. <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, but, uh, have to cover. Yeah. Well, I mean, we're, we're excited. We're ready for the journey to happen. Um, yep. you know, the, the, the bedroom that was originally going to be our gaming room is now no longer <laughs> our gaming room. It's not, no. It is now going to be a nursery. Um, yep. That's yeah, pretty we're, awesome. We're excited. So uh, now, now it's to the uh, the giant debate on. We we definitely want to know, um, you know what what the sex is. Are you gonna have a gender reveal party? No, absolutely not. Uh, I think you should have a gender reveal party. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Maybe think so. burn down the Ouachita. Yeah, forest. really do something like that. Um, mainly because we wanted so we can have the debate on what the name is going to be. I've already passed a few a few off to you. We have a few other ones that we've. Uh, so I will remind you of episode 10, where the question was, what would you name your child after a cigar? You have to go back and re-listen to that. Oh Remember? Oh, that's a, that's a, that's a callback. Um, I think I said like Rocky or something. You said Rocky Churchill was brought up. Um, uh, Winston. 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 Yeah. Um, I, I, there's something I, I said some fucking off the wall name too. Yeah, you did. Something I think I horrible. said Viaje. Yeah. I think you did, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so that's, what's, uh, that's, what's been new in my life, uh, yep. for, uh, for me. So we've even talked about too, like, well, she's now, she now has to change her name because she, I mean, she's never, she hasn't taken my name yet. And I, it's one of those things where I don't care. I don't care if she has my name or not. We're still married either way, but she, she wants to finally officially change it. It'll just be, it'll be easier on paperwork and shit like that. Sure. I'm, I want her to hyphen it. I'd be fine with that, but she already has a long name. So and then there was a guy. Another one. Can I make a suggestion? What? So there was a guy I worked with um, uh, in Illinois who did this, and this is what I think you should do, which is you both hyphenate your name. So that's what her mom said. She because when, when whenever I asked, and we didn't really make fun of that guy at all every day for hours <laughs> on end. So in in her culture and her family, it the the matriarch is the one who is. The, the head of that. So it'd be Aaron Lasaya. Lasaka. Lasaka. So whenever I told Shuttleworth. So whenever I whenever I asked her parents to to marry Mo, she uh, uh Mia was so excited. She's like, I'm so happy to have another uh, uh another Lasaka in the family, another yap in the family. I'm like <laughs> that's funny. Okay. Like I'll do whatever but he did. I'll he do, took I'll, I'll he, do whatever they, I need they to both do. Hyphenated their name. I'll do whatever I need to do to marry her. Um but yeah that was so. a good call. So it's, uh, we're excited. Um, so we'll see, you, we'll, you know, we'll see how this uh, journey goes. I'm ready for the sleepless nights. Good thing I don't sleep a lot. Yeah, no, um, it, it, it'll be awesome. I know. I, I was actually thinking about Caleb, our friend. Mm -hmm. um, and I can't wait because he's going to be here in a couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm going to give you all sorts I'm, of advice. I'm going to pick his brain Yeah. to be like, all right. Him and I talked, him and I, I got some, uh, him and I were talking about a bunch of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I thought about that. And, and obviously, him and I were talking and I knew, and I didn't know where we were on sharing with other yeah. people because I knew you shared with me. But um, so I know they're going to be super excited that Axel will have a friend mm -hmm. to play with. Um, so, yep. So it's uh, as of uh, when this drops I, I guess everybody's gonna know um yeah that's the way that works yeah dude, when you tell so, people uh, so we were talking about a secret that somebody told me the other day and then i said i was explaining the way secrets work to somebody and i said 
the way secrets work that you want to keep secret, you say, <laughs> now the four of us know. And if anybody who's in the area, mm-hmm. other than the four of us, we don't talk about this. Um, so we're, we're not going to tell anybody but the yeah. four of us. Yeah. And somebody is saying, well, then that. And I said, no, that's how secrets actually work. It's like the, I'm expecting this to be like the worst game of telephone ever. Right. Right. <laughs> kind of thing. Yeah. No. I, and so, um, I, uh, cause they were, cause you know, sometimes like LCC or, or Martinez will, will mm-hmm. tell us something uh-huh. and the, uh, the intent is that we'll sort of preview it or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, or, or some manufacturer will let a little something out through half wheel or something. And mm-hmm. the, the point is to get a little buzz. out. Yeah. Get a little traction. Right. Yeah. And so, um, you know, that's not a secret, but if, if your intent is to keep something a secret, you, you can't tell people. Oh yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm fucking, this is, this yeah. is not a secret. I'm Fort Knox when it comes to stuff, because I want people, I want to be able to trust right. people if I say something. So right. like, if you could literally tell me anything, I, told, I, I, and I, I won't I, say I anything. I told the story of there one time I told, I said, now the six of us know this. And so we're not going to talk about this if anybody but the six of us are on the call and that secret got out. Mm-hmm. And then the next time I was on the call and I said, now the five of us know this next secret, whatever it was, because we were talking about internal pricing stuff. And they said, well, how come X isn't in that group anymore? I said, because I determined they were the person who let the news out. Mm-hmm. That's the way that works. Secrets are like when yeah. it, when I say this is a secret, yeah. that means you don't tell anybody. What's the uh, the meet the Fockers, the, the circle of trust? Circle of trust, <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, I said, but you know, sometimes secrets are meant to be told. Yeah, but um, but if it's true secret, you don't tell anybody. That's yeah. the point of a secret. But yeah. this is not a secret, and I could not be happier for you, my friend. This is great news, yeah. and uh, I imagine on Friday your phone is going to blow up, um, and uh, I'm excited for that. We need to make sure that we don't uh, comment on this on the review. When we record on Tuesday, no, I I won't say anything uh, on that one. I will the the only thing I was going to say was like, um, there's Friday a, is worth listening to. Friday is going to be a show worth listening to, kind so of thing. The like very the, bitter end. Yeah. So uh, okay, play the long con, like really get the really get the <laughs> listeners in. So I I suggest biblical names. So if you have a boy, I, I always think a good mark is always uh, always like called a, for. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm Aaron. I, mean. I know. <laughs> I'm just saying, Aaron and Mark, those are great <laughs> biblical names. You can't go wrong with those. Those don't ever go out of style. So one of the things I I've asked because growing up, I was the only Aaron growing up. Aaron wasn't a big name in the '80s and in the '90s. Yep. Um. So there was one section of my life I tried to go by my middle name. Um, and that just didn't work. What's your middle name? Michael. Um, okay, Mike. Yeah. So it, it just didn't work. So there was, I was thinking, I even asked, I, I asked myself, this is like, if I could have been given like a mulligan and choose my with? own name after like X amount of years, would I want that option? And I feel like that's something like we don't really take advantage of because anybody can change their name. Like if, if I was like, would you, would you have chosen Mark or would I have chosen Aaron as my name? Probably not. But I also know that like now. Yeah. Cause I was named after my dad. Damn straight. I choose Mark. See, I'm, I, there, there are no Aaron's in my family. I'm the first Aaron. Okay. I, th- I was an Aaron no matter what I was because my parents didn't know what I was until I came out. So Dick's, you were either going to be an E, I was e gonna, Aaron or an A. So Aaron. I was, I was Aaron or Aaron. I was Aaron Michael or Aaron Michelle. 
either way. That was the only okay. thing that was going to change. You know, if I ever told you that you're the second Aaron in my life, double A Aaron, really? That one of my super close friends in Springfield was named Aaron. Hmm. Um, so um, you're the second. I have tons of Aaron stories. Yeah. I should tell you, yeah. you'd love Aaron. Aaron's a funny guy. He, uh, you two would get along famously. <laughs> Um, yeah, and there's just, there's not a lot of errands no, out there. His, he, there's a funny errand story in Vegas. Um, cause the, uh, uh, cause he got to ac- actually ask about, about really? his, his name and he, he just lit into this guy. That's the guy who actually asked us if we were right. farmers cause we were from central and <laughs> I, uh, no, I mean, he, cause he, the, people would ask him, so, uh, how's the field to be named? Cause I have, I have two friends. I have Aaron, which mm-hmm. can be perceived as a girl's name, but double mm-hmm. A is a very much masculine name. And I have a friend Kimball, mm-hmm. but it goes by Kim. Um, and so, uh, I've, I've several times had, uh, where they, they get questioned about their names and you yeah. just go, fuck we, you. It's so we, my name. We, we like names that can go with either gender. Um, we like, like an Aaron, or like a Tony or something like that. We, sure. we, we both Pat. like the, <laughs> no Pat. <laughs> just You've been consistent with that. I noticed yeah, because there's only, when I think of Pat, I think of Mr. Pat for one, but then I also think of that really bad Saturday Night Live character. Like that's what I think of when I hear the name. Pat. Yeah, no, I know. I mean, so it's like bad no. connotation. <laughs> yeah, absolutely not. Um, but yeah, so we're, uh, I mean, all of us in our family, we all have Irish names. I mean, Aaron literally translates to Ireland and Gaelic. Um, and then you have Ian and Sean and Kelly and stuff like that. So we're all Irish names. I'll probably stick with something like that. And then for one and then for the other one, go with her name. Uh, you know, I, I really like her mom's name. So I wouldn't mind something like that. But we'll, like you said, we have seven months to, to, to decide and we're going to go back and forth on a bunch and uh, go from there. But uh, yeah, so that's the exciting part that's happening in the, in the, this side of the, uh, the mic. Yeah. Um, that's pretty amazing news. Yeah. So um, I, uh, I'm cool. With, uh, I'm pretty fired up with, I, I know, um, I know uh, Mo was pretty excited. So. Yeah, no, I mean she's. It, I don't know if every guy growing up wants to be a father, but I know that she's always wanted to be a mother. She'll be a great mother. So I mean, I mean, she'll be great. I mean, this the kid is going to. I mean, you know Mo. Yeah, she's strict. She. She believes that she believes. She. Strong, I right? mean, it's going to be. And she said, this kid's going to be a, an, a very effervescent kid. And I, I believe that. So. Yeah, I do too. So, come on, girl. Yep, that'll be awesome. <laughs> it's going to be like, she's like, what if we have twins? I was like, if we have twins, I'm setting up an appointment to get cut the very yep. next week. That'll be enough to explain <laughs> you. Yeah. I, I grew up an only child for, like I said last week, for nine, ten years. Yeah. I loved it. So, I'm, I'm fine with one. Your parents had good. Good children's spacing. Oh my God. My dad, like I was thinking, so my dad is 73, I think 74 and his youngest is 25. So, I mean, he, I mean, he has, he spaced them out. He spaced them out. Like, I mean, Kelly is, uh, let's see, I'm going to be 37. So Kelly is 52. 
53. Yeah. Something like that. He's my age. Um, so, I mean, my dad has a kid in every decade for the past 40 years. Yep. Um, kind of thing. That's good space. So it's, <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I'll, I'll, again, I'll let everybody, you know, up on the news because I know a lot of people want to know how Ian was doing. Um, yep. So I'll keep the same news involved with this. It's, it right now it's kind of like we're in just in the hurry up and wait stage. There's yep. literally nothing we can do. We have a list of foods that like she can't eat. And uh, that's really what we're just basing off of right now uh, okay. until we get to the doctor and actually go from there. Then we'll learn everything else out. Yep. But it's a lot of just reading books, reading news article or reading online articles because, you know, again, first time parents, we're going to overread and overreact and I'll do all that kind of stuff and yep. learn from the mistakes and do the best you can go from there. Yeah. So, but yeah, so that's why I chose the, uh, the, my father, uh, for this week. So, good choice. I like, I like themes. It's you just, do. You do like <laughs> themes. Well, this was a good one and, uh, that's great news. Yep. So, well, if anybody has any, uh, like, uh, pointers, uh, yep. send them my way. Yep. Uh, the straight cut podcast at gmail.com. Yeah. So again, also uh, thank you to, um, to, to the guy who wrote to you. Arjun. Um, you know, we, we love, I think I'm pronouncing your name right. I hope so. The email was totally amazing. It, yeah. it, um, it was just, it's, it's it was perfect. It's those type of things that Mean blows the world me away. And it blows me away that literally somebody halfway across the world yep. gets the show kind mm. of thing. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we didn't dive into what the email said, but it's, it was a very heartfelt email yeah. and it's just, and that's why we do this m- nonsense for yeah. one person for hundreds of people. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's, it's all the same to us and that's what matters. And yeah. that's what we really enjoy doing because I mean, that's just what the show is. Amen. It's, it, it's, uh, it's yeah. that tight knit family who isn't related by blood kind of thing or name. Nope. Related uh, by cigars. Yep. That's all it is. Yep. So, all right. Well, next week, hopefully we will have Doug on this one because we are having our first in-house event. Uh, We're excited for that. I know a lot of people are excited about the time change going back to what it was, um, particularly you. (laughs) I am. (laughs) But uh, So I can get up here on Thursday nights, smoke a cigar. Yep. Yep, and get up there, and uh, I I will say I have enjoyed leaving at like eight, <coughs> eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty, eight o'clock. That yeah. has been nice, but uh, you know I'm 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 glad to go be you know back to what it was because uh, we had a nice little trade off, so no, yeah. more, no more poker. I'm yeah. I'm I'm glad with that. I'm, I'm I can. So live. it'll be a, a reasonable ten o'clock. I will be ten thirty at the le- at the latest probably instead of like midnight. Um, but I'm excited. Because I know a lot of other people are excited as well. Yep. Amen. So, but yeah, we got some good stuff uh, coming up. Uh, hopefully, get maybe Joe involved more because Conway has their own set of uh, events. Events as well. Like I know we just had a, had a McAuliffe event last week. Yep. Um. So we're we're not going to have the same manufacturer in the same month. So we're always going to have two different yeah. manufacturers, always two weeks apart. So yep. now, if you want to be part of the Weston family even more. You can go to two different events at yep. both locations. So you'll always have at least two, yeah. two months to go to. Yep. And we love Joe. Yep. So, all right. Well, we will see uh, everybody next week. Be the good. Later.
All right. So everybody just heard uh, Mark and I talk about um, the big news that I was dropping uh, for this week. Um, one of the things that we did say was we were kind of, you know, we knew that something could happen and that thing did happen. Um, we record on uh, Sunday at the shop. Um, so right now we're actually in our house right now. So that's why it might be a little echoey. Um, Monday, I went in to talk to B, Brandon, the owner of West End, and tell him, you know, what's up and um, just how, you know, I might be taking time off soon, you know, appointments, all that kind of stuff. Uh, told him, and literally five seconds after that, um, I got a call from Mo saying something was wrong and, uh, you know, we had to go from there. Um, I rushed home, um, made a 40 minute trip into a 25 minute trip. Uh, if you're a cop, yes, I broke so many laws and rules. It's unbelievable. Um, grabbed Mo and we headed to, uh, UAMS, which is the, uh, medical school here in Little Rock. Um, it's a great, it's an amazing place. Um, and they did uh, an amazing job. Um, Monday, we found out that we had an ectopic pregnancy. Um, that is where the fetus is in the fallopian tube and not where it should be. Um, we were, you know, we lost the pregnancy, um, and that was hard to do. Um, our spirits are good, as good as it can be, I guess, um, I'm, I'm sitting here with Mo right now and, uh, I told her that she didn't have to do this. Um, but we said from the very beginning when he said this show, I've, I've said it numerous times, we wanted to be as open and as vulnerable and as transparent as I could be. And you were wanting to do this with me. Yeah. Um, Monday was hard. It was, it was, it was, I mean, words can't explain no. just what we went through. We went from zero to a hundred really quick. Yeah. And, uh, Monday, well, just to kind of put things in perspective, we, we found out a week before. And we, we found out on, on Mother's Day. On Mother's Day. That we were expecting. And, um, the... The very next week, um, so Sunday rolls around. I'm starting to feel a little bit different. Mm -hmm. Then Monday morning, I wake up and I'm feeling a little sharper pains, but nothing too alarming. Mm -hmm. But I knew that something was wrong. And it was one of those things where we just didn't know what was normal. What or, was normal? Yeah, because yeah. you've never been pregnant. No. I think even like your sisters were saying, like some discomfort could be. Yeah. And so normal. luckily I do have a really strong network and really close with my sisters who have already had children. Mm -hmm. And so I can very easily go to them for advice and telling them what my symptoms were. And my sister suggested that I call the angels call center, which is a call center that is 24 seven dedicated to all questions relating to pregnancy and babies here. Mm -hmm. And 
I called. Um, well, I, I, I waited because I was saying, okay, well, let me look up these sim- symptoms on Dr. Google, right? <laughs> and um, which, which is already one of the worst things oh, anybody yeah, can do. Big mistake. But uh, one of the symptoms was uh, to watch for was bleeding. And mm-hmm. at that point, I wasn't seeing any of that. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember calling you and freaking out when it was like 2.45. Yeah. And I had a meeting coming up because I worked from home. I had a meeting coming up in 15 minutes. And the way that my stupid brain works is, am I going to be able to call the call center and figure out what I'm going to do mm-hmm. in the next 15 minutes so I can make this stupid fucking meeting? So I called you, said something's wrong, called the Angels Hotline uh, call center, and they said, um, you need to go to the emergency room. You need, uh, you need to go somewhere with a uh, ultrasound. An ultrasound. So we called, there's a, there's a few really good, um, um, like, uh, special care. Or no, urgent care. Urgent care around us. Um, called them first and they said, no, you got to go to ER, um, went to the ER. Well, first we were thinking, which one do we go to? Cause we're here in Bryant. Yeah. We have closer emergency rooms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I used to work for UIMS. And so my immediate thought is UIMS, mm-hmm. but I was thinking, is that too late? Um, is it, I, I didn't understand the scope mm-hmm. of my injuries. Um, and we, luckily, I, I mean, I think ignorance was bliss for me at that point. It was, it was one of those ones where we, we weren't going to go to Celine. Um, no. Baptist was, you know, maybe, but I knew. I to knew, feel comfortable, I, we went to UMS. I knew how UMS was and you know how UMS was. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? I can make it there quick. Um, I did. Yeah. Um, 110. 110 in an outback. Pretty good. Yeah. Um, but so we got in, checked out, uh, went to triage. I mean, almost instantly. I didn't even wait. I didn't even get a chance to sit down. I was called back immediately. Yeah. Um, I, I had to wait for a minute just because with everything going on. COVID um, precautions. But luckily, the nurse I was seeing you just said no. He can come yeah. In well, I went back to triage immediately, which was really nice. And the doctor uh, came in. Um, one of the doctors that I've seen that day. And he knew immediately what was going on. Mm-hmm. And he was very compassionate immediately. Yeah. And I, that, the first question I asked is, when can my husband come to be with me? And uh, they said, usually when you get a room, we can have your husband come back. And I started crying. Mm-hmm. And the nurse can tell I was scared. Yeah. So well, and, and I was too. I mean, I was... You were freaking out because you didn't know what to do. I was standing do. outside. I couldn't do anything. I was just pacing. And also, again, we didn't know the scope yeah, of how bad this was. Yeah. So the nurse uh, said, we can make exceptions. And I said, no, we can wait because, again, because I'm an asshole to myself <laughs> and I'm, I'm so afraid of, of inconveniencing people. Like, no, we could wait. I'll follow the rules. Yeah. And she just went, no, call him right now. Yeah. So I called you. You were able to come back. The, you didn't go through security, go so security. they had to come back and grab you. The big guy <laughs> with the beard. Did the big guy with the beard come through here? So they found you. Yeah. Um, but when, once I was in, you know, th- everything was going oh, smoothly. Yeah. Um, doctors, like you said, were cordial. Um, you compassionate. Know, compassionate was the main thing, was the word that you've definitely used the Very most. Very tender with me. Um, 
you know, they answered questions they were telling us and, you know, it got to the point where terminology is something that can get lost in the medical field. And just to the point where I, I finally had to say like, is, is this one lost? Yeah. Because they, they don't, they skirt around the issue and it's hard. I can say it's hard for them to, to, to say that. And when I finally just ask them point blank, is this one, is this one done or gone? And she said, yes. And I just, I mean, I lost it. You broke down there. And, and, um, and that was, that was also my bad because when we were, went to the first ultrasound, the first doctor said, are you familiar with a tubal pregnancy or mm-hmm. an ectopic pregnancy? And I had just read about it on Dr. Google. Mm-hmm. So of course I was an expert at it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I didn't even think to say, can you explain it in plain words? Yeah. Um, but they were explaining the amount of fluid that they were seeing was concerning. Mm-hmm. And of course, I was thinking, you know, I don't know what they mean by fluid. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're like, we're what, like 80% water? Okay. Yeah. yeah just, okay. And, and, he, and he kept saying like, oh, that's your bladder or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. We finally get back in there and we actually talk to your, the doc, your friend, the doctor that well, works Well, let, let me, let me kind of just walk through what that whole experience was. Uh, not only having gone through triage immediately, mm-hmm. After the first ultrasound, when they were wheeling me to my room, I saw a familiar face. And it was, I won't say his name here, but he was a really great colleague of mine when I worked there. And he he's, he's a nurse in the ER. And he was just waiting there, and he said hi. Mm-hmm. And seeing that familiar face was so immediately comforting to me. Yeah. And then they rolled me back to the room and we had a couple of doctors come through. It's a teaching hospital, so you have to get used to residents coming in and mm-hmm. asking you the same questions and things like that. But again, it was just so easy to talk to everybody. I didn't feel intimidated. I felt like I trusted everyone's recommendations. Um, and they, again, the way that they approached me was just so compassionate and tender. Yeah. Yeah. And while we were waiting there, someone knocks And it's my old boss who happens to be an emergency room doctor. Mm -hmm. And and you've talked so highly of her even before this. Yes. I think we ran into her one time at a restaurant. And I mean, you just had nothing but good things to say. So I I could tell a a weight was definitely lifted off of you. I mean, we, and we exchanged, you know, pleasantries before, but Mm. nothing, but Nothing like one-on-one talk like What are the odds? What yeah. are the chances that yeah. I would see two familiar faces that I worked with so mm-hmm. closely on that day? Yeah. Even the patient transport guy recognized me, <laughs> which was so, again, just so comforting. Yeah. Um, but it just goes to show you how, how important your connections are and the impact that you make on people, even though you don't realize it. Yeah. Everyone... Uh, big or small, you make an impact on, on someone and always remember that. And so, yes, I felt, um, I felt carried through the entire process with just. And and the word you used often that day, because you were drugged up for a while. You had a bunch of morphine in you, but you kept using the word calm. I'm, I was calm. I'm calm. And I, and I could tell that, you know, I was, definitely freaking out on the inside. Like I almost got, you and I were the same. We used humor 
Oh yeah. In, we're cracking jokes in, all over the place. In, in difficult spots. Like it got to the point where it was like, doc, can I get some of that morphine? Because I'm freaking the yeah. fuck out. Over if here. anything, we had our humor. Um, but that's all you can do uh-huh. in those situations. And, um, again, it was just very easy to communicate with the yeah. doctors and I'm glad that we even had the time with each other and that's, to talk. And I think that is where the, the stillness of the chaos that was going on was when we were alone and we were alone for a good chunk of time. At From like, four to 10 o'clock. Yeah. I mean, doctors come in every once in a while, but for roughly five to six hours, it was just you and I, you know, I, I was by your bed the whole time. You kept telling me to sit down. I'm like, baby, I, I stand for nine hours a day. I'm good at standing. And yeah, but you needed to sit down and I asked you to tell me a story. Yeah. And, but it's just, one of the things that we've talked about was, you know, for a week, we just had pure joy and bliss. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, I never knew how I would feel. Yeah. Um, but, uh. But for a brief moment in time, I love something more than I thought I could ever love more than you. Yeah. And, um, you know, we've, they finally wheeled you back for surgery. Um, and that was one thing that we decided on was, you know, because they were worried they didn't know what was going on. Um, wheeled you back. And that was the only time where I felt flustered because it was just... You're by yourself. Well, that, and it's just, you know, you had the, um, you had the, the, the OR nurse come in at the same time as the, um, um, anesthesiologist, the anesthesiologist comes in and they're just going a mile a minute because they know they got to rush and do this. Yeah. And I'm just standing there, you know, dick in my hand pretty much because that's all I could do was just, I'm just a whirlwind of just stuff was happening and I was just, I was in the way and I had to move and it's just like, and they're like, okay, you go down here. We're going down here. I'm like, I d- what? And I'm, I and then I'm just standing in a hallway by myself and I'm like, Christ, I don't know what to do. Yeah. Um, and the only thing I knew what to do was, I, so I just got, I just got in the car and I just drove, I came back home to get a go bag just in case yeah. uh, you stay the night. Um, I grabbed some stuff. And I went back to the hospital. By this time, it was 10, and you still hadn't started surgery yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you started surgery at about 11 at night. Um, no. They then called me about an hour afterwards, said everything went fine, and you were in recovery. Um, cut to three hours later, um, your um, recovery nurse came and got me, and I guess I was asleep. Yeah. I was out. I was just, because at that time, I'd been up for... 22 hours. Um, and, you know. We got to come home. We got to come home that night. Got home close to four, I think. I don't know. Everything started running together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you were so adamant about sending an email out. That I, I, I said that was also <laughs> just, again, this, just the injustice God, that I do to myself. Yeah. I, was, I, I wasn't mad, but I was like, baby, there are more important fucking things. I know. That. But I was like, fine. what? I do? just couldn't. There was a stupid fucking email that I just, I I had to go out on a Monday (laughs) and I was just so bent on, I need to get this out because it's going to worry me tomorrow and I want to take the day off tomorrow. But again, this stupid machine 
and uh, that we, we, we tie ourselves to, right? Well, and we, you and I are both like that. So finally, that was, that was done. Finally get you in the bed, get you comfortable, um, got you on your medicines and everything. Um, and by around that time, once everything was settled and everything was quiet again in the house and you were asleep, like my alarm went off to uh, get up to go to bed or to get up to go to work. Um, fell asleep. Um, I think we both woke up about 10 or so. It's been a blur the last two days. Yeah, I mean, I, so we were off the past couple of days. I went to work today, which is Thursday in, in real time. And I just didn't know what day it was. Um, got to work. I was like, I don't like, what, what do we have on the docket? Because I just, yeah, there's something, I, there's something that turned off in me that I know that I can't ignore, but you know, even being in the hospital and yeah. I needed to keep things factual. What's next? Because in crisis, I just need a plan. Yeah. I need to know what's and that, next. And that's what it was. You and I, they gave us the option because they knew the pregnancy was, was not going to last and where it was. It, they had, they said, you know, you I didn't can, know that it ruptured. You can go the natural way or we can just go ahead and go in there and take care of it surgical wise. And we both said, well, I think at that point, based on the they amount were, of blood in my belly, they, they couldn't do yeah. anything else but take it out surgically. So not 30 minutes ago, you got your notes back from the doctor. I didn't know that it ruptured. And it ruptured so bad where it was to the point where it was within hours of maybe even fatal. Yeah. Seeing that, I mean, even it, it stops my heart a little bit to think about it. And, and again, just kind of being mad at myself. Because here I am, another day at work. Why the fuck am I not just taking some time off? Yeah. But I know it's this dance that I do with myself. I, I know I need to grieve. I know I need to process this, not only with myself, but with you. And I need to give my, myself time to heal. Yeah. And I'm, I'm making these rationalizations that... There's, there's a lot going on at work. I want to be fully healed and then I could take time off. So the good thing is that I'm working from home and I do have supportive, uh, team mm -hmm. at work. They understand. I, um, I mean, and Mark was one of the first people to, yeah. to reach out to, to me. Um, you know, we are, we told people. Yeah. Because we needed that support in case something yes. did happen. And it, and I'm so glad that we have that support system and that and that uh, safety net. Oh yeah. to fall on because it's We we knew based on our age that something could potentially happen. Mm -hmm. It can go either way and we made that decision to tell people immediately. And I don't regret it. I don't either. And yeah, I even told um my my team because they need to know I'm going to be off for appointments mm. and and all of that. And, um, I had to tell them that, you know, we lost the pregnancy yeah. and one of my coworkers to protect me, he said, you know, maybe next time you just wait, you don't have to tell anybody. And I said, you know what, this is my direct rebellion to this antiquated notion that women need to suffer in silence. And it's prevalent in the workplace. Even if the woman is not working in an office, if she's a stay-at-home mom, there's always this expectation for women to just muscle through it. 
And that's why a lot of women don't talk about miscarriages and ectopic pregnancies. And for me, for my healing, I'm an open book. I need to get this out for my healing. Mm -hmm. I need to talk through it. I need to recognize that it's real. Yeah. I need to recognize that based on the results that I saw today and the notes that the doctors were putting in about how it had already ruptured, that I had a very short window of time. Yeah. That it could have gone so badly. No, I, I could be, instead of losing one, I could have lost both. Yeah. And it's a very real thing that, I mean, a window of just mere hours in your septic. And yeah. And there's just, it's beyond. I wouldn't do it any other way. Yeah. I wouldn't have done it any other way because like you said, we had a full week of just pure joy and happiness. And if there's anyone in our lives who doesn't give a shit, fuck them. It's not, it's not, that's not the end goal is to get everyone mm -hmm. to be on our board, you know, to be on board and support us. Mm -hmm. This was for us yeah. to enjoy this moment. But luckily we did have that. Exactly. Everybody was so beyond joy. I mean, I, you know, doing this second part of the podcast, um, you know, the first part was you, you could hear in my voice, you could hear in Mark's voice. Um, the excitement. Yeah. I was just, it was still scary, of course. Um, but yeah, it was. The daydreaming that we did, the planning that we did. I, I don't, <laughs> we'd never even, to a, to a degree, we didn't believe that it would ever happen for yeah. us. And so we never really went as far as to, okay, thinking about the room, the baby room mm -hmm. or anything like that. Um, it happened and it was bliss. It was. And, um, you know, and there's still a chance, um, you lost one tube. Yeah. Um, they kept, kept both ovaries. I don't know. How it's, it's, it's hovering still, in space somewhere. I still don't understand how that happens. Um, but, and, and every, the doctors kept saying, you know, well, you can still try again. I'm like, well, we weren't trying. We weren't not trying. We weren't not trying at the same yeah. time. Um, <laughs> um, but, but yeah, there's I mean, the way that I see it based on how everything transpired on Monday, the severity of my condition, the ease of going through the emergency room, the ease of the procedure, mm -hmm. the success of my procedure at the end of all this, it did feel like this was the way that it was meant to be happen yeah because i'm safe yeah and like i was saying you know losing one was hard losing two would be devastating yeah and um i'm glad for once our stubbornness didn't get in the way of like hey yeah. some, something is wrong um so that is um that how is long did we go on this it seemed like an hour we're 20 minutes everyone's so. gonna be asleep <laughs> i don't care yeah like you said this is our therapy um yeah. you know i've said it before we're all a little narcissistic when it comes to this podcast game but also that yeah you know this is our therapy and we are um our vulnerability and our openness is something that i'm not 
ashamed of. Yeah, it, it, I, it's a blessing to me. And I know that, again, seeing that in my experience, this is not something that people talk openly about. Yeah. Because there's a stigma and there's a shame to it, you know, especially with women. Is there something wrong with me? Did I do something? The guilt that yeah. I experience yeah. is, uh, it's, um, it's an injustice. Yeah. Um, so if this helps anybody else. Yeah. And the, you know, and I, I reached out to people on, um, the discord and, you know, you, you read all the replies back. Yeah. Um, very sweet. Very thoughtful. Um, for anybody out there that wants to talk that has gone through something like that, reach out. Um, we've said it before, like in March and mental wellness, men, mental wellness and mental health, um, you know, mental illness, mental illness. That's, that's, that's what we went, what it is. That's what we went through fucking Monday was yeah. mental illness. Um, I'm here. Mo's here. Um, yeah. we'll see where this goes. Let's talk about it. Um, but, um, I love you. I love you too. And, uh, all the people out there listening, thanks for, um, for everybody who already knew before this show drops. Um, Thank you from the bottom of my heart for just all the the words and the encouragement and for everything that you have done. It means the world to both I and Mo. And to everyone out there and everyone that you know, thank you for supporting my husband and being there for him because he is there for me and it's hard to be a caregiver. So I know you need your support too. <clears throat> All right. Um, so I guess that will be uh, <laughs> the ending of that. Cry babies. I know. Hey, we're the show that cries. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah. If anybody wants to talk, if anybody has anything that they just need to get off the chest that they're dealing with the same issue or somebody in your family dealing with the same issue, um, share this show. Talk to me. And, uh,